From years of anxiety to warrior and mentor, Bradley Robinson created the Anxiety Project to help you end your anxiety naturally. Let's mold the new you and let's end anxiety together. Hello and welcome to episode 115 of the Anxiety Project podcast. I am Brad Robinson. This week, I am talking about panic attacks and step-by-step what to do. And I'm going to give you an acronym to use so that when panic does strike, if you do suffer from panic, you know exactly what to do. So keep this episode at hand and also re-listen to this episode multiple times so this information gets ingrained within your unconscious mind and that it becomes more accessible so when challenges do strike, you have the knowledge to handle them. And the wisdom, I say knowledge, but really it's the wisdom to handle the challenges. So before I get into that, I want to talk about your comments in regards to last week's episode. And I'm starting with Mary underscore 85. Now, last week's episode was about the need for growth, three of the six human needs that we were talking about. And I I love that those series. I, I loved those two episodes, really powerful episodes. Mary underscore 85 says, Loved the two-part series of the six human needs. The need for connection spoke to me because I was unconsciously holding on to my close family with all of my reassurance seeking. Thanks, Brad, for making these unconscious patterns come to light. Yes, I'm so grateful, Mary, that the podcasts have helped you realize these unconscious habits that you were doing. And so that's a huge step, just being aware that you're doing those things. Thanks, Mary, for your comment. Roy Benson says, spot on with the 30-year-old, 20-year-old bit. Growth is necessary. You have to shed your dead skin. Yes. Thanks, Roy. Uh, that's that's really powerful. Hunan Verma says, the podcast has been a wise companion throughout my struggles. I am so grateful. And I've noticed with many of my listeners that the podcast is such an important tool in their journey. And that's the idea behind this podcast when I first started it. I wanted to share the tools I wanted to share my experiences dealing with the most challenging thing I've ever dealt with in my life, going through anxiety and an anxiety disorder. So use this podcast as a tool to learn, to grow, and to implement the techniques and strategies talked about on this podcast. And I'm so grateful for your comments. Please keep sending me those comments on whether it's Instagram, Facebook, or YouTube, or even on my website at unpluganxiety.com. Now, let's get into this week's episode. And I want to start off this week with a brief story of a panic episode that I went through. I talk a lot about these episodes 
in in this podcast, specifically um, my powerful anxiety story number one, number two, number three, number four, all of those different episodes. So if you want to hear more about the different panic episodes that I've experienced, look for those episodes, my powerful anxiety story number one, two, three, four, up to I think seven now I've posted. So one of them was about a workshop that I attended. Now, I attended two different workshops. One workshop, I actually had a panic attack uh, the, the first day I sat down. And then there was another workshop where I went because I just wanted to expand my knowledge and make connections with other uh, people in the film industry. So I went to a workshop on lighting. And so I went to the workshop and I sat down and I was uh, paying attention. There was a speaker and he was talking about the lights. And all of a sudden I started to pay attention to my breathing and then my heart beating. And then all of a sudden I was bombarded with all of these thoughts. And I started to look around. I started, I started to look around the room and I started to become restless and I couldn't sit still and I was telling myself I have to get out of here I have to get out of here and so um, I got up and I went to the washroom and then I went into one of the stalls and I started to pace back and forth and I was really concerned about what I was feeling what was going on I was so in in the unknown territory that I was had no idea it was panic specifically and then I ended up leaving. I didn't even go back in there. I, I was planning to go back in there, but I was so overwhelmed that I left the building, right? And so what happened was unresolved emotional issues bubbled up. When I was sitting there, when I was in that setting, the classroom type setting with all the chairs, all the people were there, and I was looking forward at the person, the presenter speaking, something bubbled up. And so past situations that resemble the one that, that I was in and the emotional response associated with that past situation triggered the same response. So in my past, I was in a classroom type situation and I had a panic attack. So when I'm in a situation with a lot of people and that resembles closed, a closed off environment, it causes panic. So that situation in that workshop resembled that scenario, closed off environment. Um, if, if I got up, I'd, uh, you know, I don't want to cause it uh, too much attention. I don't want other people judging me in that situation. Um, a situation that is, it feels secure, right? It feels like there's no way out. And that's the thing, right? In my mind that I, if I don't sit here and participate in this workshop, then 
I'm going to lose very badly, right? And so it was that pressure as well as just being in that environment triggered and bubbled up past experiences for me. And I didn't even know that was the case. I, it was it was just so unknown. I just went through the feelings. I went through the motions, emotions, as well as the motions. So the amygdala, in that moment, the amygdala takes over, right? So the past experience uh, that has been unresolved bubbles up. The amygdala responds to that unconsciously, instantaneously, and it takes over so that you can respond accordingly to the perceived threat so you can survive. So it, so the amygdala takes over so that you can survive in this situation, right? And it does that by fighting, fleeing, or freezing, right? So in my case, it was fleeing. My body just wanted to get the heck out of there. It wanted to get out of the danger zone. Some people might become hostile, angry. And so that happened to me as well. I've had those fight uh, situations where anger would be the, the number one emotion. And so I would take it out on my partner or I would take it out on family, whoever I was with. I would just become so hostile and defensive. And then there's freezing. Now, freezing is that feeling and action of perceiving, for example, a snake on the ground and that sudden heart-dropping feeling and then stopping suddenly. That's freezing. But then it's that moment where you notice it's a stick instead of a snake, right? That's usually the case. And so... For panic, when panic does arise, use the acronym STAY, S-T-A-Y, STAY. S stands for SPOT. Notice that you are panicking. Awareness is crucial so that you don't go far outside the unknown territory. The further into the unknown, not knowing what's really going on in this situation, the worse your anxiety becomes. And it also prevents that what-if train of thought to snowball out of control. And yes, it'll happen to some degree. Those thoughts will occur, but when you are aware that you are panicking, the unknown doesn't seem so vast. So tell yourself, I am panicking. That's a really good label, right? It, for a situation like that. Because when you start to realize that it's panic, like the sensations are caused by the, your anxiety response, that you're you're panicking that your anxiety is extreme at this moment, you are able to challenge that, right? And hopefully by now, listening to all these videos and podcasts that I've been posting, you have the techniques. So when you notice, you can implement the techniques to lessen panic. 
The T is for think. Use rational thoughts to make sense of the situation. Even though the anxiety system takes over, you can pop some rational thoughts in that mind so that it can help dissipate the experience. And some rational thoughts that you need to implement include, this is an opportunity to challenge myself. This is a challenge. Or if it kills me, let it kill me. I love that one. That was the one I used. If it kills me, let it kill me. That was the most powerful one for me. Now is an opportunity to grow. If I die right now, so be it. Bye-bye, world. And I would say that in a funny, hilarious, outrageous kind of voice. Bye-bye, world. See you later. I'm out of here. And so when you... That's a sort of surrender, right? That's a sort of, you know, not giving in to the resistance, right? Just letting it play out in some sense. When you say those those lines, if it kills me, let it kill me. Because when we're when we attach ourselves to that fear of our own mortality because of our sensations are causing us to become even more fearful. It's like a loop, right? When we say to ourselves, if it kills me, let it kill me, then we're not, we're not going in circles anymore. We're kind of letting it go. And so the anxiety system wants to flee, right, in that situation. But the thoughts you think in that moment will replace the thoughts, I got to get out of here or, or these what if thoughts, right? So it's about replacing negative thoughts, negative thoughts that will lead you down a road of panic with rational thoughts that will break the cycle. The A stands for air. Now the body begins to breathe in a shallow manner when you are in stress mode, when you're in anxiety mode. And using a powerful breathing technique will help calm the sympathetic nervous system. And so the technique goes two seconds in through the nose, pause for two seconds, and exhale for three seconds. So it's the two by two by three breathing. And when you start to count and pay attention to your breathing, it takes you out of all of those negative thoughts that you can easily fall into, right? Those traps takes you out of that, that unknown, right? And so it also loosens up the tense body. It also loosens up the body and gets you feeling more relaxed. The Y stands for yield. Wait and let the feelings pass. This acronym, the acronym of STAY, S-T-A-Y, is really hammering the message to stay put, right? Because the acronym is STAY, but also 
The why is yield. So I'm really hammering that home with you to stay in the environment. And you must stay because your anxiety systems are responding to the situation as if it's a perceived danger. And you have to stay and lessen your anxiety until it's like a level four, level four or three. And because your anxiety systems are at, at that point, nine or 10. When you reduce your anxiety systems, you're attaching a different connection to the environment. It's not dangerous anymore that you can survive, that it's not a a threat to your life. So the amygdala at this point, now that you've stayed put and you've gone through the, the emotions of, of pain, that it's torture being there, you go through that. You go through the pain. And as soon as you get through the pain, your anxiety lessens and lessens. And the amygdala is now perceiving the environment as a place where you won't die. If you leave, like I did that one point, I left. So at that point, once I left that environment, the act of avoidance, the act of leaving strengthens the unconscious connection that this place equals a place that causes pain and could kill me. So the T and the Y, thinking and then yielding, both working together desensitizes you from the thoughts and feelings of panic. So thoughts and actions, very powerful. When you act out, the person that can handle those painful situations, you become stronger mentally. Because now you become the person who can handle situations like those, like the ones that cause unresolved emotional past traumas to reemerge, like the dragon, the dragon reemerges, it pops up, and then you become the person who can slay that dragon. So once you do this, a couple times, your confidence increases twofold. You become the person. You look in the mirror, you become that person who, you become the hero of your own story. You become the person who can slay those dragons. You start to believe that, hey, if I can slay these dragons, I can slay any challenge that comes my way. Because going through panic for me, was the biggest challenge of my life. Because panic attack, those feelings were the closest feelings of death I've ever encountered, right? It was, it was horrific for me. So once I started to stay in my environment and go through and yield to those feelings and surrender to them and face them instead of running away, I started to believe like I can handle these situations. This isn't a place where this isn't a monster that's going to eat me because when you run away from a bear, right? The act of running is 
telling yourself, is sending the message to your own mind saying, this thing is going to eat me. So when you are in an environment and panic arises, that, that environment is the dragon, is the bear, is the thing that's going to eat you. Are you going to face it? That's the question. Are you going to prove to yourself that you actually can survive? You can slay the beast and become the hero. And that's where I'm going to leave you on today's podcast episode. I am so grateful that you are here with me learning and growing and becoming stronger. If you have any questions, please send them to me, whether it's on social media or at unpluganxiety.com. And remember, do not let anxiety define who you are. I will see you on the next podcast episode. Bye for now. Brad's powerful anxiety recovery program is available at unpluganxiety.com. The Anxiety Project program is downloadable and puts the power of anxiety recovery in your own hands. What are you waiting for? Visit unpluganxiety.com for more details. Recovery starts now.